fourth shear for Yevamos Daf Samech Aleph, recapping what we spoke about in the previous shear. We discussed Rav Yehudashita that an island is considered a zona and therefore is not allowed to marry Kohen. And he learns that from the Pasuk of his new Velo Yefrotsu, which teaches us that any situation where the woman can't have children is considered a Bias Znus. Tosus points out that only applies to an islandess, but a Kitana, who eventually would have children, that would not be considered a Bias Nus. He then had the sheet of Herbal Yezer that said a Kohen is not allowed to marry a Kitana. Can't be because that's the Bias Nus that we spoke about before, can't have children, as Tosus explained. So what is the explanation? We had five attempted explanations. The first, we have questions on the next three we do not. And there's just interesting vart, maybe I'll say over, is um, it was very important whenever you have lists in the Gemara like this to count how many there are, right? Here we say there's five answers, and we say there's you know two that were docha, three that are not. makes it much easier to remember things. It's not only, I actually saw an interesting thing this past week in the Sefer Zerah Shimshon, um, is that it's not only a natural thing that it helps you remember, but he explains that the reason why people forget is because the Shadim, the Mazikim, they specifically try to attack Talmud HaChachamim, and one of the things that they do is they cause them to forget their learning. I forget exactly what the source for that was, but he says the for- forgetting learning is caused by Shadim, and we know that the Gemara says that Shadim are not allowed to take things unless they're Hefker, and they're not counted, right? If someone, say, counts their, their items, and he knows how many there are, so then the shade cannot attack it, because when he goes back, he'll see that it's gone. Right? The shade will only take things that aren't counted. So therefore, when a person's learning, and he counts things, right? over here we have five answers, so then the shade can't make you forget your learning. I thought it was a very interesting part, so we'll throw that in. Anyway, so the five explanations are really answer. Some of them explain his talking about a coin guttle. Some explain his talking about a coin head yoke. The first explanation, which is Rabbi's explanation, would refer even to a coin head yoke. And he wants to say that it's a combination of the Shitos of Yehuda and Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda says that an islandess is a Surta Kohen. Rabbi Meir says every Kitana were concerned maybe she'll be an islandess and therefore she would be a Sur if we would combine those Shitas. The difficulty is that Rabbi Yezer himself, we know, does not hold like Rabbi Meir. We also know he doesn't hold like Rabbi Yehuda because Rabbi Eliezer says in a Brisa that a Kitana is allowed to do Yibum. Right? So we see that he's not concerned that she's an islandess. And he also doesn't hold like Rabbi Yehuda because we have the whole Brisa of all the different shitas of what constitutes a zona, and Rabbi Ezra has a different explanation than Rabbi Yehuda. Um, the second explanation we had is Rabbi Adabar Ava. He explains we're talking about a Kuwait Gadol, and the reason why it's problematic is because the original marriage is not a marriage deraisa. Eventually, when the marriage deraisa kicks in, she'll already be a Baula. That is problematic for a Kuwait Gadol. Uh, the difficulty with his explanation is if he's talking about a situation where the father married her off, so then the Kedushin is Deiraisa from the get-go, and there's no issue, according to all opinions. If it was only Kedushin Deirabana, means the mother or brothers married her off, so then everyone should agree that that should be an issue when she becomes a Gedola, and then he marries her on a Deiraisa level, she'll already be a Baula, and why did we quote this opinion only in the name of Rabbi Eliezer? The third explanation is the explanation of Rava. He says it's talking about Kohen Hedyot, and the concern is maybe she will be Nispata, and that would ask her to her husband, who's a Kohen. It would not ask her to her husband in Yisrael, because Pitui of the Ketan is considered an Ones. Then we have the opinions of Papa and of Nachbar Yitzvah. They say it's talking about Kohen Gadol, right? So if you follow the pattern over here, uh, we first say it's talking about Kohen Hedyot. 
coin guttle, second explanation is coin guttle, third explanation is coin hedio, and then the last two explanations are coin guttles, right? So coin hedio, coin guttle, coin hedio, coin guttle, also to help remember. And um, they both understand it's exerus hakasov, but they learn from different psukim. Papa learns it from the uh, pasuk of Isha. Isha comes to Ksuda Katana, and Renachmiyitza learns it from Exir Shava from Rifka, where it says, Hanaira Tovas Marimod Besula. And Tosis points out that the Gemara is clearly understanding that Naira is Kipshuto, that she was 12 years old. We have a Medrash that says she was 3 years old at that time. We have another Medrash that says she was 14. So Tosis points out that these Medrash Midrashim disagree with one another. The last thing Gemara said was, when we brought all those shitas of what's considered a zona, we brought shitas Rebbe Elazar, that a pani habal punuya shalosh name ishas is even a zona, and to that, Rebbe Aram says, we don't hold like his shita. Okay, let's continue the Gemara. It's really just a short piece to finish up the daf over here. Mishnah, it's from the first medium-sized lines on the bottom of Samachal from the bees. A person should not stop having children unless he already has children. Beishami over Beishami says, The person has to have at least two males. Beishil over Beishil says, Zachar Nekiva, a male and a female. Shanemar as the Pasuk says, Zachar Unekiva Baram, that HaKadosh Baruch created them as a male and a female. So we see, I guess we're learning from the way HaKadosh Baruch created the world, that's what each person also has to do in his own family, at least. Says the Gemara, Ha'yish Lobanim, we're going to make a diuk for the Mishnah that if he had children, so he doesn't have to have more children, but he is not allowed to be unmarried. It's a proof to Rav Nachman says the name of Shmuel, that he says, first has a lot of kids, He's not allowed to live without a wife. says, It's not good for a person to be by himself. The Ikadami, some say, that they want to infer from the Mishnah that says he doesn't have to have more children, that he also doesn't have to be married. Nima, I guess just because the Mishnah doesn't mention it. Nima Tavi, you have to drive Nachman on Rashmul. So maybe this is a question against Rav Nachman on Rashmul. The Gemara says, "Lo, it's not a question. Ain lo banim, no si isha bas banim. If he doesn't have children, he has to specifically marry a woman who could have children. Yesh lo banim, but if he already has children, no si isha delav bas banim. It's true, he doesn't have to marry a woman that could have kids. He has to marry a woman that can't have, or he doesn't have to. He could marry a woman who can't have kids. Nafkamina, what's the nafkamina? Is limkar sefer Torah b'shul banim." Whether he sells a Sefer Torah in order to be able to marry a woman with kids. If the only way he could marry a woman that could have children would be by selling a Sefer Torah. So then we have to see if he already had children. So then he doesn't sell a Sefer Torah. He marries someone else. If he didn't have children, so he'd sell the Sefer Torah in order to marry this wife. Says Rashi. Me bottle. He should not be bottle from being married. Me lo since it says he shouldn't be bottled from Puravu, Elam King Yishobun unless he has kids, Velokatani Lulyavatalamisha doesn't say that a person should not be Mavatal from being married, Elam King Yeshobanim, Shmamina, so we can see from there how Yeshobanim that when he does have children, Meishalobatal, he still cannot live without a wife. That's our Yisha yes to get married 
He doesn't have to specifically find a wife that he could have children with. To sell a Sefer Torah, to marry one that could have children. And if he has children, he should not sell a Sefer Torah. Instead, he could marry a woman that is uh, not fertile or that she's a Zakina and she's already past the age of having children. Says Tosvos, even though we already saw that in the Risha, because we said, not specifically a Kohen, like we said before. The reason why we're saying it again in this Mishnah is for the Diyukim that Gemara is going to bring, uh, right? whether he has, he's supposed to be marrying another wife, right? even if he doesn't have to have more children. Or it's because of the Machlokas Vishayim Beishelel that we want to know how many kids he has to have in order to be part of a Puravu. So that's why we repeat the dinim of getting married in a situation where he was not yet used to the Mitzvah Puravu. Mishal Abatal, but he should not refrain from being married. Because the Gemara says because the mission didn't mention that he shouldn't that he doesn't need to be married. So you get army, some or medaik the other way, that Misha Batal, he could be bottle from being married. Lahailishna, now according to this law shown, Daik me the Lokatani Logisadam Isha Sha'ina Basbanim, Elam King Ishubanim, because otherwise maybe the Mishnah should have said that a person should not marry a woman that can't have kids, like the islandess of the previous Mishnah, unless he already has kids. That would imply he always has to be married, it's just a question of which woman to marry. Since it didn't say that, we're gonna imply that Maybe it means he doesn't need to get married at all. Nafkamina Limkarsi for Torah Bishobanim Kalomar. What that means is Lahai Milsa Nami Nafkamina. This is also Nafkamina. Vilgarsina Lamai Nafkamina. We shouldn't really have the girsa of what's the Nafkamina, because it's very clear what the Nafkamina is. The regular Nafkamina, before we get into the Sefer Torah, was already stated in the Gemara of what type of woman he can marry. If he already had kids, so he can marry a islandess or a zakina. If he didn't have kids, he has to marry a woman that could have kids. So that's already an afkamina. The ode, Omari, the re also says, you could say even if he has kids, he really still has a mitzvah to marry a woman that could have kids because he should have more kids. And therefore, that's not the regular nafkamina. There's no nafkamina who he should marry. Because even if he has kids, he should marry a woman that could have more kids. However, he would agree in a case where you have to sell a Sefer Torah to marry a woman that could have kids. Since he already has kids, you shouldn't sell a Sefer Torah. If he could, without selling the Sefer Torah, marry a woman that can't have kids, he wouldn't have to sell the Sefer Torah. Right, so there's two explanations that chose was either that even without selling the Sefer Torah, you have this nafkamina of who he can marry, or according to the second possibility in Tosos, it could be he always has to marry someone who can have kids unless there's this issue of having to sell the Sefer Torah. Okay, so let's recap what we spoke about. We discussed the Chiyav of Puravu. The Shami says you have to have two sons. Basil says one son and one daughter, which is learned from Priyasa Olam. And we make a diuk, two versions of the Gemara, what type of deek we can make in the Mishnah. According to the first version, the deek is that he has to be married. 
And that's what Rav Nachman says in the name of Shmuel. And according to the Ikeda Amri, we're trying to make a deal the other way that he doesn't have to be married. And we say, no, really, the only deal he can make is that he doesn't have to marry someone that could have kids. But he does have to marry someone that, he does have to marry someone, even if that person can't have kids. And that would be, the Nafgamina is a case of selling safe Torah. Tosus points out, what does it mean, the Nafgamina? So there's two ways of understanding it. Either that's an additional Nafgamina. In other words, number one, he has Rashus to marry a woman that can't have kids. And number two is he has to marry a woman that can't have kids if that's the only woman he can marry without selling Sefer Torah. He does not have Rashus to sell Sefer Torah in order to have kids if he already has kids. Those are the two ways of understanding it. Sorry, the second way of understanding it, right, is that he always has to marry one that could, that could have kids, unless it's a situation where he'd have to sell a Torah for that, then we make the distinction of whether he already was Yotzimus of Pru Urbu or not. Uh, okay, I guess we'll stop here.